the egg sausage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of the Egg Sausage Podcast. My name is Gigi Nabyar. The lovely lady over there is the Dapper Dame. And tonight's episode is one of decompression and really just sort of relaxing from the very tense couple podcasts we've had recently. And uh, yeah, we're just kind of sitting back, relaxing, talking about our live streams and gaming and just stuff that is easy to talk about. For sure. I mean, I play a lot of different games. Would you say that you stick to a couple main ones or do you like switch it up a lot? Well, for anyone that hasn't uh, viewed my stream before, uh, it's pretty much either Hearthstone which is a trading card game or some sort of first person shooter. And they're so polarizing. It's, it's crazy. I really haven't had much like variety in games really, but like you have really stuck true to like the variety streamer mantra. Right. And by the way, everyone wish Dapper Dame a happy two years stream anniversary, by the way. Seriously. Thank you. Holler at her on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the last two years, I've played so many games. I think over 50 now. You I think? have like a Google Docs of like all my completed games on stream. Good for you. Cause I would never think to keep a list like that. <laughs> I only started doing it when people were like, Oh, did you play this game? Did you play that game? Have you played this game? And I'd be like, you know what? We're making a list. We're making a list everybody can look at, and then I even know if I played it. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I mean, what also, how much money do you think you've sunk into all 50 of those games? Because I know you are like, you were like, I want to try to play like sweet free games or like really cheap games. Yeah. So if you have like Twitch Prime, um, you get like five free games a month. And for probably the first year of stream, the only thing I played was those games because it was free and it was like just sustainable. But there were other games that I'm like, shit, I, I got to buy it, uh, you know, um, but I'm a big advocate for putting things on like your Steam wish list and then just checking to see when it's on sale, like summer sales right now. I bought um, Resident Evil 7 for like nine dollars. Very good. So I like keep an eye out for things that I really want to play and then I buy it real cheap. Absolutely. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'm not that diligent, you know, <laughs> I'm like. Somebody in the somebody in my community might come by and like mention a sale, you know, here and there. And I'll be like, yeah, because see, for me, there's definitely been at least a handful of games where I'm sort of like hyped up either because of like the advertising for the game. You know, somebody in my community hypes it up or whatever it may be. I'll end up spending, you know, 30 or 50 bucks or whatever it is on a game, stream it maybe like two times and then never touch it again it's so unfortunate. yeah i really don't like paying more than 20 dollars for a game unless i look at like the average play time of a game and it's like more like it's worth the money you know yeah that's fair that's fair i, I mean but that also can go a lot of different ways right like you can look at pl average play time for a offline rpg and look at something like an mmo rpg and be like oh shit like you know you can get infinite amount of hours 
on on an MMO as long as there's like other people creating content with you, right? So um example, I guess. Um just like if you were like really like balls deep in an in an MMO like in a big guild and stuff and like you have a bunch of like political things going on and daily See, I've never quest. played an MMO, so I don't know that world oh i thought you had have we talked about this before <laughs> i remember that you talked about you really wanting an mmorpg to come out that you could sink a ton of time into but yeah. i've never like elder scrolls online things like that i've never played okay so you yeah i can understand why you can't grasp that then because um, it's so huge and you can put hundreds of hours into it without being like done with the game exactly exactly so i mean until the servers go offline you know and the yeah. game just isn't supported anymore like you could buy well here's the problem too is mmos the mmos these days aren't going by a, even a subscription model anymore um they're just like going you know more like uh pay to win which for anyone that doesn't know that's basically like making a bunch of microtransactions in their shop to give you an advantage over other players so you get a bunch of people who have a bunch of extra money to just blow on video games and they'll just yeah pay their way to the top but that's a that's a whole other conversation um we're not going to go down that road but you know back in the day you could buy a 50 dollar mmorpg and get like hundreds of hours worth of gameplay right where you know an rpg that's offline would be kind of finite i mean i guess you could like you could play through it on certain certain difficulties you could like challenge yourself you could do speed runs but at yeah. its core you know like what's what's a good rule of thumb like a dollar per hour of gameplay is that that's what i was told as like a measurement of worth essentially like i don't know it just depends on the game it depends on what you're looking for in it because like for example i played subnautica which is a huge like open world exploration resource gathering kind of game and i played that game for like 102 hours i loved that game i wanted to explore every little tiny cave system and nook and cranny but you're the only player in that game yeah it's completely and offline right yeah, and yeah. you can like ignore the plot indefinitely. Like you don't have to um you're not forced to complete the game. So it is almost like an RPG cuz like that that is more of like an RPG element. You don't really have to follow the storyline and well, I should take that back. There are definitely older RPGs that make you follow a certain path. But like some of the newer ones you know, especially like even like the Elder Scrolls series, like you can go off and do whatever the fuck you want. You know? Yeah, like Skyrim, you can just have like a whole other life and go fight stuff and never advance in the plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally yeah, free. you could do the same thing in Subnautica, except in order to get like better items or equipment or things that inherently furthers the plot. Right, right. I mean, that's again, sort of like, rpg style you know because like you could just go off and like grind up your gear and then you could like progress in the main storyline so easily like you'll come to a big boss and just like decimate it in like two shots you know and be Dude, on that's your way. the hard part of so 
things like that I really liked in Half-Life when you get like bigger guns, bigger explosions, you shoot more shit and you hit it harder. But in Subnautica, you're a passive character. So you don't get to have like bigger explosives or anything. There's no like level grindage. You're just resource gathering and building science shit. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I always wondered about Subnautica for me personally. Like, would I like the game? Would I not like the game? But um, I, th- if I you also like immersion. You might like it where like you really like put yourself in that world and mm. you like experience it through the character and like with the character. Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever played a game like that, to be real with you. Um, Oh, dude, storytelling games are like what just like keeps my heart beating. I absolutely love them. Yeah, that's maybe that's what like draws me away sometimes, because obviously, if you don't like the story or like you don't feel the immersion um, because of a a multitude of reasons, I mean, who knows? But like Mm -hmm. that would obviously like turn you off to the game. Right. So. I don't know. A lot of the times story immersive games like they have good gameplay, but it doesn't surpass the story. You know, like you wouldn't play it only for the gameplay. And I think that for me is a big thing because like I just sometimes. okay, no, let's be real. Most of the time I just want to like go off and do my own fucking thing and do like cool combat techniques and stuff and not have like this rigid i remember playing final fantasy 7 for the first time and like you can go off and like do things later on in the game but like early on in the first disc yes there were multiple discs <laughs> okay boomers moment right there um <laughs> but like the the first Okay, Google, what the hell? <laughs> um, the first disc was very rigid. You know, you had to like follow a certain storyline and like a very slow progression. Um, whereas when I like played my first MMO, I was like, this is so free. I can mm-hmm. meet unique people and do unique things. And I like I want, I want you we should force each other, right? To like I'll play what you consider like the best story game and i'll get you to play like what i think is the best mmo out right now and then we'll like we'll compare oh man so best story is hard because there are a lot of games that have really good story and like i said along with gameplay but then there's other ones like a game i recently completed was what remains of edith finch and that game is entirely story you Mm. basically it's like a walking simulator like you just walk around and explore your environment and learn more about each character but the character building is so rich i must have cried three fucking times playing that game and it was like only a five hour game but it was Mm. so good it was so good see to me i would rather watch paint dry than play something like that what oh my god yeah so speaking of games like that, though, are you stoked for The Last of Us Part 2? I have been watching Luxie Games. Uh, I've been watching her VODs on Twitch because she was the first person that I watched 
do the playthrough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't fucking watch anybody else play the second one except for her. Like, I'll watch other people's gameplays, but her VODs have to be first because it was just it was perfect. Huh. And like her reactions are great. And she's a fucking pro at shooting people in the head with a controller. So I was just like, I got to watch it. I got to watch her her playthrough. I do not have a personal interest in playing that game, though. That's interesting. Why? Because of the first person shooter, like I don't really care for games where like I don't you have a gun and shooting shit is the main objective. I don't say I yeah, I wouldn't say it's the main objective. I think it's it's more like a little balanced between like the story and the gameplay. I could but the be... gameplay is shooting shit. That's what I'm saying. Like it's oh. I prefer like puzzles or environment interaction like that game is primarily shooting shit okay i see what you're saying i see what you're saying okay interesting though hmm i I like i feel like for someone like yourself you would just look past that and be like i'm gonna play this anyway uh no (laughs) um that's why i'm like watching the playthrough because i really want to know the story I really, really do. I just don't want to have to personally fight clickers with bricks. You know, that's not something I want to experience. Sure. See, I want to I want to get you into like Black Desert Online and I want to get you into like a, a medium sized guild. So it's not overwhelming, but, you know, like you could go into a siege, a siege battle where it's like 50 v 50. And like, I want to see I want to see what uh, what you think of it, you know? <laughs> What is Black Desert Online? It's an MMO. It's a Korean-based MMO RPG that uh, is very, very grindy. But the combat system is the best on the market right now, by far. Um, it's it's the most unique. It's the most skill-based. Um, the huge interactions that you can have um, where you like overtake... a Basically, um, guilds can control either towns or nodes which nodes are basically just like little villages if you just want to call it that Um, do you have like an omniscient view of this yeah yeah you'll have you'll have like a map view but you can also like you can set up anti-siege weapons if you're defending um you can like you can have cannons and stuff like that and it's it's a whole thing it really is it sounds like something that my boyfriend would play because he likes those kind of like war type games where he gets to like have a battle strategy yeah it's not it's it's different than that like i guess there is some sort of like war strategy thing like bits and pieces of that because like maybe you have like one group come in through the main entrance and then you have another group flanking from behind or like yeah that's totally battle strategy yeah but it's not like outright war because the skills that you can use you know each character possesses is very unique and there's like there's like 12 different 13 different classes now i think or something like that so like there's a lot going on but it's all player driven you know so like you have to have really good shot callers and, you know, be on top with like your skill cooldowns. And there's a, there's a lot going on, but again, sounds like league kind of like whenever I see people play that, they're like dividing and conquering. And I'm like, I don't know what's really happening. (laughs) League is far more rigid than, than, than an MMORPG. Um, 
Yeah, it, it can turn people. I could see why it would turn people off because like you can die in an instant if you have no fucking idea what's going on and then like get really turned off with the game. See, I don't like that kind of shit. Like <laughs> Dapper Jameson is a streamer that I watch a lot and I don't watch it for the games that he plays. I just like him as like a person and a content creator. Yeah. But like the second that he opens Tarkov, I'm like, all right, uh, see you later, dudes. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's that's but, honestly like the crux of my stream right now is I, I've talked about this multiple times in other facets, but like, you know, I have mainly a Hearthstone based audience because I've played a shit ton of Hearthstone. I've created good content with Hearthstone. I've networked the most with Hearthstone, but sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I've I can't like. I can't put all my brain power into this game, you know, sometimes. And you just want to like, yeah, you just want to chill and be casual and play Call of Duty. And that's what I do, you know, and it's it uh, it doesn't bring so, the same people back. Does it, does it make you feel like a little like stuck sometimes? Like if you're like, oh, this this game, that's really, you know, like not something that I would normally put on stream. I want to play on stream, but then like, do you feel like a little like trapped by like the Hearthstone audience branching out wise? 100%, 100%. I think anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, like as a Twitch viewer, if you are like, be patient with your content creators, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, I, shout out to Vic, Vic. Uh, he's a guy that like will always voice his opinion in my stream. And this is him every time. Okay, playing Call of Duty. Oh my God, I love that you're playing and streaming Call of Duty right now, playing Hearthstone. I fucking hate this game. I wish you wouldn't play it ever again. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. And then there's the people that just like you because you're a content creator. And so like, thank you to those people who just don't care what I do on stream, you know, <laughs> so. I feel like those people would be the most interested to see you branch out into something like a story game. Well, that's again, why we talked about this a couple few streams ago, but like, that's really why I do want to like sink into an MMO because not only would it give me a chance to like drive a story through the game and from me, but like also network with people and possibly new viewers by also making them part of a player-based story in an MMO, you know? But what about not an MMO? What about just a story game that you play for like maybe three streams? I would like, consider it. But maybe one that's like really beloved by a lot of people who like to play games. No, no. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I would, I would definitely consider it. Um, I think it's not it's not a story game, but like I think that when I played Weed Shop Two, um, that even had like its own niche following. You know, where like viewers were just coming from the browse page. You know, like I wasn't even like super actively promoting my stream while I was playing Weed Shop Two. There was just a bunch of people that like really loved the niche of that game, <laughs> and um, I think any category on like if if it's a category on twitch there's somebody who will watch it for sure for sure but i mean obviously there are some games that are just overly saturated 
you know, there's like a handful of content creators that own the majority of the viewership. So on. Well, so those forth. are people who have put like hundreds of hours into it, right? Well, into streaming and maybe the game, depending on the game, of course. You know, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's some WoW streamers that have put thousands and thousands of hours into WoW, and they probably are burnt out, but they know that playing WoW is going to help them maintain their numbers and pay their bills. See, that's that's something I never wanted to like get stuck in was having just like one, maybe like up to three games that like you main and there's certain people who will only be around for certain games. I was like, you know what? Right out of the gate, I'm playing a ton of different shit. And if you're here for the game, I'll see you for like a couple streams. If you want to stick around for all the other games. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that, uh, having well and also like having the same genre of games helps that as well right like because they're all Mm. along the same lines as far as just like the play style right are you talking about like what i play yeah 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 um i would disagree because there's there's so many different ones so subnautica was one example um what remains of Edith Finch I played recently and that one is like a really story deep walking simulator and then I also played uh the Stanley Parable which is like kind of like a cult classic among amongst games you know and that one is have you played the Stanley Parable Nuh-uh. What? oh my god <laughs> um so that is a game like the slogan is the end is never the end because you go through and you're like this mundane office guy with no real personality, no real purpose in life. You just push buttons because you're told to push buttons and you deviate one day and then you start making all these choices and then you get different endings and Mm. you can either go with the narrator or you can divert and then you just get all this like, it's so silly, but I love it. Like all the different things that you can do. It's, it's really You'd have to play it to really get the full experience because I don't want to like ruin it for you. No, I've... But I. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was also gonna say I recently played like a ton of Valve games. So like I played Portal, and then we played like Half Life and Black Mesa and Episode One and Two, and that those games do have a story, like cutscenes and dialogue and stuff. But it is mostly shooting shit and blowing shit up so i definitely branched out with those ones yeah i was gonna say like i feel like with those if they didn't have the story there you'd have been just like eh nah (laughs) just shooting something like call of duty or those kind of they don't appeal to me yeah they don't appeal to me like valorant doesn't appeal to me i used to play overwatch because of like the lore and like the original characters and i loved it but I started playing that game originally on PC when it first launched, and then I switched to console. And when I came back to PC, the competitive community is insanely toxic. It's so bad. Mm, Yeah, I've heard Overwatch is like almost as bad as League as far as like the toxicity. I don't know anything about the League community, but Overwatch got real toxic. I mean, League at this point, I mean... I shouldn't even say at this point, it's been like this for a long time, but like they are the meme 
of like toxic, you know, competitive esport communities. Like that is league, you know, um, where I like I just view my friends that stream it, and I'm just like, why do you put yourselves through this? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, I could say the same thing about, like, Call of Duty and stuff, but most people that stream those games have, like, uh, what do you call it, like, team chat or whatever turned off because they don't, they can't even have, like, open mic or anything. Oh, I totally have open mic. I love it. Like, I actually like, especially because they introduced duos. So it was really weird. When they introduced the game, they only had trios. Then they added solos. Then they added quads and they just never decided to do duos, which is silly because like the coding that it would take to make trios and quads like that coding should all be relatively the same for making duos anyway. But they introduced duos and like I would say 85% of the time Mm -hmm. I actually find cool people to play with and a lot of them like either add me as a friend after the game, even if we do bad or they might stop into the stream or whatever. Um, So that's been a pretty positive experience. But I also think that with Call of Duty, unless you play Call of Duty League, which I have not, and I'm sure that is toxic. But if you just play like, you know, regular Warzone or regular multiplayer, like you can just walk away from the game instantly where like league if you like see somebody intentionally doing something stupid or like have like just or being toxic or like have a bad mental is what they call it in league you like you're stuck in that game pretty much until the end yikes so it's yeah (laughs) i i know i i heard about this one guy i don't know his name i know that he's like infamous in that world Mm. but he he's like bald and he wears bro tanks and he has like a shirt that says like winnable on it and i know exactly you know who i'm talking about tyler one (laughs) okay yeah i heard about this person um and i was just like i don't understand but okay he is a walking meme like that is that's just tyler one (laughs) but like it's not something i would want to be known for but i mean i guess they say like all publicity is good publicity right exactly exactly i don't think tyler one has any shame (laughs) i think that there are more i think tyler one is a good example of somebody who was probably more toxic when they started streaming and then like they grew up a little bit but they understood that being edgy and memey would still like help them retain an audience so i think tyler Mm. i think tyler has morphed more into like a character now versus like i think it's because the league community is so big and there's so many like big streamers in it that it makes him like stick out yes 100 okay well you have to remember like league was the esport like i mean it's in some minds it still is the esport like i mean yeah whenever you see like a convention like pax or twitchcon there is never not a league competition or tournament or however you want to phrase it like league is always in 
you know, the event. Yeah. Oh, and big money. Big, big, big money. Like that shit. I mean, and that's why people take it fucking serious as fuck. I mean, that's. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Like I, I even the Call of Duty tournament that I was in, I got a little got a little upset with. Didn't we? Did we talked about that on one of the episodes, didn't we? I don't want to. I don't want to rehash over it again. If if we talked about it, already. no. I remember that you were going to do it. I don't believe I heard the results. Basically, I'm just going to give you guys the TLDR of this. Okay. Um. Essentially, what happened was there should have been a disqualification. My teammate and I, Miles, uh, aka uh, Skittles, we went along with it anyway and we ended up losing in what should have been a disqualified match and because of the opponent or because of you guys because of the opponent the opponent should have been disqualified the opponents that we allowed to play through ended up winning the whole entire thing um and it was a cash prize not huge but it was a cash prize and uh, yeah, your your boy here might have been a little salty about all that. So, <laughs> can I ask, like, was the disqualification like a big deal, or was it like a small rule break, or like what happened? I guess basically there was a time, um, an amount of time allotted to every team once your name was called to enter into the lobby to go into the private game, and they far exceeded that time slot that that a lot amount of time and like we were cool about it up into a certain point and it got to a certain point where we're just like okay like we're gonna we're gonna play this i guess like whatever i mean we should have like put our foot down but it all it all ended up working out in the end so it's fine it's fine (laughs) I sounds fine to make a to make a long story short we got our entry fee back so like okay well that's cool you didn't lose anything then yeah I didn't win anything but I actually was so heated after the fact not just the fact that like they won it like they were very good players you know I wasn't I wasn't disputing that at all you know they were good players but I went back into like my VOD and like the, the one of the opposing players vods as well and like timed everything out and it was damn near 30 minutes when it was a five minute rule of time so like yeah it was i like i did the i did the detective work you know and like laid everything out and like timed everything and like looked at the discord logs and like did the whole thing and i sent that to all the people that put on the tournament and they decided to and I, I like off the cuff, I was like, I don't even want a refund. I just want you guys to know that like, this is bullshit. You know, this is not how you Yeah, what if that like group or team or whatever competes again and maybe does something similar, you know, at least they can be aware. That's exactly what I told them. I said, I don't want a refund, but I want you guys to know that this like cavalier attitude in a paid ter- in a cash tournament should not be tolerated but to be fair to the organizers that was their very first tournament so there's that as well oh yeah i mean the first anything that you do in life it's it's gonna go wrong there's gonna be something that happens you know so yeah and i mean they they made it right without me asking so you know that's cool 
nice it is what it is but but any but the the level of competition i have not been on that level of like serious gaming in a very long time <laughs> um so is it stressful does like do you start sweating as soon as you're in the atmosphere 100 miles and i were both <laughs> miles and i were both like look bro we gotta start drinking or like this is gonna be like too we were gonna be like too jittery um you know so like it's like all the adrenaline yeah yeah for sure for sure i know i don't know how people like down like g fuel or like a red bull or something and then play i'm like yeah. dude, how jacked are you right now yeah i've seen like some of my favorite first person shooter streamers do exactly that before a fucking tournament and i'm just like how because i would be my my hand movements like on my mouse would be all over the place <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my God. I would be just a wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I misclick like a motherfucker anyways, but I can't even imagine if I'm like overly caffeinated and there's like, I don't know, like a big deal happening. I would, I would mess up. That's just the kind of person I am. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like the last match of the round, you know, and it's like up to you. You're the last one standing. Forget about it. Forget about it. Dude, I just had like a flashback of fourth grade and we were playing baseball outside and I was like the catcher at the home plate and I was daydreaming and someone like rounded a couple bases like they were coming like down third to home and my mitt was out because I like had my hand on my hip and I was just daydreaming and someone threw me the ball so that I could step on the plate and it hit the glove and I was like, huh? And then it fell out of the glove and then they crossed the base and people were so pissed at me. <laughs> That's a big deal for fourth grade. <laughs> it is. And I fucked up. <laughs> I feel like I would do the same thing in like a competition. I would just be like, I don't know daydreaming about something like um do you know what sounds good snacks <laughs> <laughs> some cheese it's you know i actually have some in my pocket <laughs> oh dude the extra toasty cheese it's are so good um smoked cheese it's if you haven't had them really good you just put them in the smoker for like an hour and then like you, but beforehand you like drizzle them with like a little bit of olive oil and then just like a little bit of barbecue rub if you want or just a little bit of salt and pepper great hmm. mm -hmm. smoke cheese it's now you know <laughs> that sounds like something you come up with like after you smoke a joint and you're like no it sounds really good right now double baked cheese it's <laughs> i mean i wouldn't doubt it if there's a lot of guys in the in the barbecue community that are that are stoners for sure you know they're just like sit around all day and they just come up with like all these crazy you know oh yeah absolutely there's, that sounds like the best job there's a there's a thing where you take uh ground chuck or ground beef whatever you prefer ground sirloin even and you like you basically flatten it in a ziploc bag so you have like a basically like a sheet of meat okay and then you like put whatever yeah. you want in the middle of it and you roll it up and you smoke that and guess what it's called a fatty Tell me a fucking Hell yeah. Tell me a stoner didn't make that name up. It's called oh, Fatty. That, yeah, it'd be even better if like the the whatever the filling is is like green or something. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> green and red. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Oh man. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So for her stone, are you still like 
like getting tons of packs and grinding and deck building and like are you super into it or do you feel like a little burned well i was going to mention earlier when we were talking about the price of of games and what we expect as far as like a return for dollar per hour whatever it may be i'm probably around five hundred dollars in packs in into hearthstone so I would, oh, I would okay. say, I would say like, as far as trading card games go, that's pretty, pretty, like pretty well in, I wouldn't say that's like necessarily like, I, I just always think about the guys that are into like magic, the gathering now, granted magic has been around for far longer and there are some magic cards that are one-offs or not, one, not one-offs, but are very rare um, and old at this point. So like, Oh, one card could be my entire Hearthstone collection. Let's just put it that way. Um, well, that and it's like a tangible game, you know, like it's not yes. online. Yeah. Well, uh, Magic is online now. But yes, you are right. Like the fact that you can like physically hold the cards and like meet up in real life and play in, in tournaments and stuff like that is a big deal. Um, and I've always thought that was cool about Magic even though I don't play it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I'm, I'm well invested. Like it's the sunk cost fallacy thing. Like, you know, like you're already like you've invested so much time and or money and like, you know, the meta, you know, the game in and out for the most part, like why stop playing it, you know, type of thing. So um, it's not that you got to stop playing it. I just feel like if I played a game for that long, I'd be bored of it. Well, the fortunate thing is, is like the meta changes every expansion. And then like, of course, in between the, the expansions, there's nerfs and buffs to cards. So like that does change. That makes things shift a little bit. Um, I mean, it also depends on like your personal goals too. Uh, are you like trying to play Hearthstone on a competitive level? Well, guess what? Like you should probably grind at least six to eight hours a day, you know, or whatever. Um, That's nuts. That's a full-time job. 100%. 100%. I mean, it's, but you could say that for a lot of games that people stream too. So, I mean, it's Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's a competitive scene in Fortnite, you know? Dude, have you ever watched a Fortnite tournament? It is bonkers how fast they do so many things at the same time. I am really impressed with the building aspect of Fortnite. I'll say it. Because the, like, the, like it looks cartoony, which is why I think a lot of people don't take it very seriously. Yes. Because it is very jokey and memey and has you know all kinds of cartoon animations to it yes but i watched a tournament it must have been like last year i think and the rate at which they were building because like you have to build and select which thing you're building on which side and angle and all this shit while also trying not to get shot and trying to shoot them and like all this other shit at the same time it's it's really impressive i would definitely not be able to do that yeah, and on top of that, the devs are always, like, creating new and interesting mechanics to put in. Like, at one point, they had, like, this, like, rolling ball thing that you would, like, be inside of. And it would, like, be bouncing throughout the world and shit. And, like, you could 
bounce out of the ball and shoot people. I don't know. Cra- just like crazy mechanics that obviously appeal to the demographic that they're going for. Um, I, also interesting about Fortnite is that it truly is a game that like took away all of the, you know, like seven to 13 year olds and put them in one game because playing call of duty now you really don't get that demographic at all okay i i i knew that like back in like early cod early halo you had a lot of that mixed in like that age group yeah so i mean it is kind of nice that there is a platform like designed to be pg essentially yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, you know, because kids are spending, this is going to be very boomer of me, by the way, guys, because kids are spending a lot of time on video games these days, hopefully they're not going to get all that like edgy, angsty bullshit from all of like the teenagers that are playing Call of Duty and oh, dude, games you, like I that. Mean hopefully you, i'm hoping you can't escape puberty and wherever like someone who's in puberty goes the <laughs> angst follows yeah you're right it's just maybe maybe it's just wishful thinking but you know yeah good luck <laughs> my my uh my my co-worker and friend uh has a son who's five years old i believe and he was playing Fortnite with his friend who was like seven or something like that but he just happened to overhear their conversation while they were playing the game. And the older kid to his son goes, are you fishy gang or banana gang? And my friend was just like, what the fuck does that mean? And apparently like we Googled it together at work. We are like, let's find out what this actually is. And like, there's these like Fortnite skins that I guess you can get for free. And one's a banana and one's a fish. And so now there's like this whole like fish fishy gang versus banana gang thing going on. And like you don't land in certain spots on the map if you're from the rival gang. I I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. (laughs) I had not heard of that before. I knew that there was a lot of different gangs, but I didn't know that they had like territories now amongst five-year-olds. Fortnite gang territories. Just let that Dude, just let that don't, sink don't in. fuck around with fishy gang. <laughs> fucking banana gang, bitch. Like what? <laughs> Dude, I would fucking I would laugh so hard I peed if a seven year old said that to me. Are you serious? Well, he thought my friend initially thought it was like something weird. Like, OK, like, it, I mean, it is weird. Like what? Like, why are a five year old and a seven year old talking about banana gang and fishy gang? Like, what the fuck? Why? Is they, going how do they know about gang shit? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the, the thing that I found to, like, confirm what it was, uh, was a YouTube video. And the video was titled, there's a new war on the streets of Fortnite. Fishy gang versus banana gang. And then it was just. This kid must have been no older than like 10. And he was just, all it was was a video of him in the lobby with his friends that were probably younger than him. And they all had the same fucking banana skin on. And it was just, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I I kind of wonder if there was like a couple like maybe older kids who were instigating and they're like, all right, little heathens, let's teach you the ways. And then yes. they just like set them about their devices and they're like, all right, this shit's hilarious. That's where my initial thought went is that, yeah, some somebody like just older, probably like 13 or 14 was probably like, let's create gangs in Fortnite. And like, yeah, who wouldn't want to see like five year olds losing their mind going after each other, like on mobile, you know? Right. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. So, needless to say, guys, don't be surprised if there's a bunch of kids running around in fish and or banana costumes doing the fucking what's the Fortnite? The uh, what's the one? What's the main Fortnite dance that they all do? The flossing, the, the floss, the floss. Yeah, so don't be surprised <laughs> this Halloween to see a bunch of fucking banana flossers roaming your neighborhood. Dude, that'd be so funny. Don't be surprised. Oh, man. Can you imagine, like, starting to play that game and you just wear, like, a random skin and you just drop into, like, banana country and yeah. there's just, like, 50 bananas running around yeah. you and you're like, what the fuck you're you're just you know it's it's you're just doing a casual drop into fucking i don't even i can't even remember what they're called like uh super meadow land or whatever it is and then the, yeah there's just a bunch of fish people with like axes looking at you you know <laughs> yeah that game oh man have you ever played fortnite i played it when it first came out just because it was fresh and new and and all your friends are playing it and you want to play together. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, but you know, it it lost its appeal very quickly. Uh, because I believe PUBG came out right after. Right. I mean, like, I'm talking probably less than a month. PUBG came okay. out, and then like the meme was though, the meme was thank you, Fortnite, for taking all of the, you know, these little plebs. And keeping them in their own little game and not letting them overrun PUBG. But it's actually true. Like Fortnite is literally keeping that demographic away from these games that older people prefer. <laughs> Good, dude. So, those those little dudes need an outlet. Plus PUBG, like people take that game serious as fuck. Yeah. I've seen some people lose their shit on stream because like something nuts happened. Or like I was watching somebody and they were like proning like on top of a building and had like I don't know, like an eight times scope and shot somebody so far away. They were like a half a pixel on the screen. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you saw that, but they made the shot and like one hit him. And I'm like, damn. Cool. Yeah, it's fucking insane. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to be stoked for that, too, right? Like. You get you get stoked whenever you hit shit like that, but you also get just as you know upset <laughs> whenever you have some like bullshit kill or, or what you think is a bullshit kill on your end. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple games I've played like that again because like your friends have it, and you're like, oh well, like like there's a Discord, there's a couple Discords I hang out in, but there's one that like a lot of people I grew up with are in. Uh, plus a ton of like additional like online friends that I've met. And if everybody's playing one game, I'm like, well, shit, I should probably buy it. I want to play, you know? So like I downloaded Rainbow Six Siege and holy butts is that game so tricky 
because not only do you have the regular FPS mechanic, but you also have leaning. And then people have memorized these maps so fucking well. They will run into the room, run behind the desk and shoot you right in the head because they already know you're hiding there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Rainbow Six is one of those games that is not kind to new players. At it's all. not. I already have like 20 hours in the game and I'm still such a pleb. I, uh, I, I don't recommend Rainbow Six to people. I really don't. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, you'll hate it. You'll hate it for a while. I mean, maybe you'll get better and then you'll start to like it if you like a challenge or you play with good people, but you'll hate it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. have anything exciting on the docket on uh, on your stream as far as games go? Um. So this coming Friday, I wanted to start it. What is today? Today's Saturday. I wanted to start it yesterday. I'm going to start playing Elite Dangerous. And this game is so far out of my comfort zone. I, it's going to take me a couple hours just to like get through the tutorial. But do you know mm. anything about the game? I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Okay. So I'm, my details probably aren't the best. I'm sure people who have played in this game for hundreds of hours would be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but from me, who has only, you know, made an email account with the game, um, it's, essentially like a flight simulator like space exploring so you have your your space uh what do you call them ship there we go spaceship i was gonna say shuttle um <laughs> it could be <laughs> yeah yeah escort people around start doing little tours yeah um but this game is so insanely huge that like it's been out for years and like less than one percent like less than half a percent of this game has been discovered no because yeah that's insane it is insane i know when someone told me that i'm like holy fuck holy fuck that the game is my mind yeah. is blown yeah the game is that huge it's so huge like things are hundreds of light years away and like you can do like uh like jumps like warp speed but you can only jump so far yeah so people like I was talking to one streamer and they're like, yeah, it took me eight months to get to one like place that I was trying to get to. And like, you can do stuff along the way, but essentially like it's just jump after jump after jump, resource collecting, refining, selling stuff, gathering fuel. Um, but yeah, if you find something before other people do though, you can name it. Okay. So it is player driven. Yeah, and there's like you can play um, solo where it's just like you in the world. You can have like a dedicated um, like a little like you play with like friends that you only invite or there is like a combat um, version or combat. What do you call it? Play mode. There yeah. we go. Um, where you can like shoot each other down and take each other shit. No kidding. I'm surprised I haven't heard more about this game. I feel like I don't know anything about it. And that's like. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm told that the learning curve is pretty steep. Like being able to fly the actual spaceship. It's not just like a simple WASD kind of game. Like a lot of people do have like a full setup. Like they play with like a joystick or they have pedals under the desk or like, you know, like a full on little cockpit in their office. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of Eve Online. Have you heard of that? Have people mentioned that game in talking about that game? 
someone mentioned it the other day, but they said that there were like improvements and patches that they tried to make to it and it like blew up in their face and it didn't work out. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know much about Eve other than the fact that, yeah, like the ship movement is crazy. Like my friend Matt, who streams it, um, he uses like a joystick and everything and like watching him stream it. I'm just like, I have no fucking clue what's going on here. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a, it's very, it's like a very hardcore game. The, the, the world is massive. You can have ships worth fucking thousands of dollars. And like, when you get your ship blown up, it's blown up. You, your, yeah. your fucking $2,000 ship is gone. Like, yeah, that's how it is in elite. Oh, uh, I, I, no, I'm good. Like I like hardcore games, but no, I'm good on that. The time yeah. investment, the financial investment, like too rich for my blood. <laughs> so I yeah, wish you luck. a lot of people do things like space mining so that they can get like the in-game uh, money to get certain things, you know? Right. And even certain minerals will be worth like a certain amount on certain days or worth more in certain places, depending on like where in the universe you are or yeah. where in space you are. Um, but there is this new ship that came out called a fleet carrier and it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It carries multiple ships. Um, you can like restock and all that fun stuff there, or I mean like refuel and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it is so insanely expensive to purchase. It's, I think it's like billions of whatever that currency is like billions. And then it costs like to upkeep it, like to do repairs and to fuel it and like all that stuff. So Fuck. it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to slowly delve into this beast of a game. What if you get, what if you get hooked? What if you're like an addict? What if that's all you stream for the rest of the time? <laughs> I'd be okay with that. As long as I'm entertained. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I like yeah, I was rec I was recommended it to me because I do like to explore games thoroughly. Like with story games, like if you explore every room, you're usually rewarded with like more lore, more loot, things like that. And they're like, oh dude, we know a game that you'd really like to explore. And it's literally space. It's all of space. Maybe that works against what you like though. I'm 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 gonna have to like make it a point to watch your VODs now to see the progress because this game also sounds like it could be basically your first MMO. It could be, or at least very close to it. So I'm genuinely like super curious to see how you progress and like what you think at each step of the way. So you'll have to keep me updated for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to uh to tackle it to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I wish you luck. I, I know for me personally, like any, any game like that, you know, my friends have tried to like talk me into it and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, like Hearthstone and Call of Duty are great because I can pick them up and put them down and be good. You know, like there's no, but like with a thing like that, you like, you can get sucked in and you know <laughs> definitely you can. You can. and i i know that there's some streamers that i watch um and i'll look and every time they're streaming they're playing this game once in a while they'll take a break from it because 
any game where you put that many hours into it, like sometimes you just need a little breathing space, but they always go back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause they're trying to like advance to the next thing. They're trying to get a bigger ship or get better weapons or what, whatever it may be. You know, it's always something. It's always something. It's always that, uh, like the MMO creators, like know the perfect way to keep the bit of cheese in front of the mouse right <laughs> that's a that's a tough balance too it that's is a tough balance no it sometimes is. that cheese is real far away and you're like all right a hundred more hours and you can have like, is, a little bit of that cheese or the cheese tastes bad you know or whatever it may be i mean like it's you know a bad a bad uh a bad patch a bad you know a bad balance that happens i mean yeah all that stuff can happen so uh yeah it'll be it'll be cool to see though you guys definitely go check it out uh, twitch.tv slash dapadame yeah i got a book um and it has like all these pictures from like the hubble uh uh like just hubble space pictures you know and they're all just so beautiful and it hmm. tells you like where in the universe these are what they're made out of how they got the shots because a lot of the space pictures that you see are insanely colorful so a lot of people think that if you were to look up in space or use an insane telescope or whatever, that you could just see this like full spectrum rainbow star. Right. But a lot of that, a lot of the times there's like some kind of colored lens put onto the filter of said camera or telescope in order to, for your eye to even perceive like these gases or minerals. That makes sense. That makes sense. Have you ever looked through a super powerful, tel powerful, powerful telescope no i've only seen like the after footage that people take through it i would pay i would totally pay if it was like a touristy thing you know i would totally pay to like have at least five minutes in like a super powerful like nasa telescope or something you know it would be cool to even just get like one of those like real big ones that you can put like in your window and you look out on like a clear night on like a certain day and you're like, oh shit, there's Saturn, you know? Yeah. What's like, what's, what's the cost on something like that? That's just like the kind of like, like a inner... good one. I'd say like probably a couple hundred maybe. Yeah. That but sounds, I have no idea. That sounds right. Like, yeah, just like kind of like the intermediate astronomer or like aspiring <laughs> astronomer, you know, a <laughs> couple hundred yeah. bucks. Could be worth. Yeah, I, I'm sure that there's like ones that are a couple grand, you know, that you could set up and get like beautiful high def photos or something from. But yeah, I want to know I like know. the threshold between you know just your ever your like average Joe and then like your commercial telescope, right? Like what's there's got to be like a huge gap. It's got to be like it's got to be like two grand, and then the next step up has to be like a hundred grand. <laughs> maybe I, I, dude i wonder what like a hundred thousand dollar telescope would get you though like what's the, what's like a Bluetooth? yeah like what's what's a chevy cruise or like a lamborghini you know in the world of of telescopes because i feel like there's oh, nothing in the middle there's like there's not a nissan altima in the middle you know <laughs> of telescopes well, i mean the lenses and stuff that they put in slash on these sometimes requires so much space like you ever see those telescopes that take up an entire fucking building and yeah. then there's just this little tiny interface at the bottom right right all that for just that <laughs> yeah seems <laughs> worth it though i mean if i could have like a little 
I don't know, like a little space room off to the side and just have a big fucking telescope coming out of my house. I totally would. Hell yeah. I'd have an underground bunker. I would build it into the ground. That's what I would do. Ooh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Protect it. You know, get some like four foot fucking concrete walls and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Make a bunker. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of having like a glass ceiling though, like a bubble. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be sick though it's gonna be sick hell yeah okay so before we get too off track about talking about space uh you want to uh wrap it up where are we are at that time we blew through that hour yeah we did um thank you guys so much for listening once again we do put out episodes every single wednesday if there's a game that you highly recommend or have sunk, you know, a huge portion of your life. And please let us know. We were always open to seeing new ones and checking them out. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you as always. Um, we will see you next time. We put out our content on Spotify and YouTube and consider supporting us on Patreon. It helps out a lot. Thank you guys so much. Right. See you next time. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goddamn telescopes. Dude, it would be so sick, though. It'd be so sick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say that would be sick. Um, yeah. Are you streaming? Uh, if my friend is not doing anything, yes. <laughs> All right, might right on. Go, might go over to his place and have a couple brews, but we sh we shall see. I got to wake up early tomorrow for some Father's Day uh, labor. Oh fuck! Tomorrow's Father's Day. Tomorrow yeah, you're so right. Yep, yep. Gonna go over and do some yard work for my dad. So nice. We shall see. Well, I'm gonna hop back into the forest and see.